0: Hello and welcome to The Dad Whisper. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Watson. And if you're joining me today for the first time, or you've listened in before, you probably know by now that my goal is to help dads become heroes, especially when dads want to kick it up a notch with their daughters. I'm telling you, that is my sweet spot. And I have an Extra special treat for you today on this beginning Monday before Father's Day. I got to begin by just telling you all happy Father's Day because I have two dads with me here in the studio today that you are going to love hearing from. Well, before we get going too much more, I want to remind any of you that are listening for the first time that every week I have a template that I use. On your mark, get set, go. On Your Mark is just a reminder that you're all standing side by side as fathers, getting ready to run your fathering race. And I give you the title. Here's On Your Mark. Then Get Set is filling that topic in with stories, with statistics, making it palatable for you. And then I end with a go step so that you have one Action step that you can put into gear this week to be the father you want to be and that your daughter needs you to be. Well, without much further ado, I want to introduce my two guests today. I have two dads with me who just completed the full nine month program that I lead for dads of daughters here in Portland, Oregon, called the ABBA Project. ABBA meaning daddy in Aramaic and men love a project. Well, I want you to know that these two dads graduated with flying colors and I invited them here because I wanted you to hear their story of impact both in their lives and their daughter's lives because they kicked it up a notch and really invested in their daughters in a way that they never have before. And you are going to love Hearing from them. Okay, now this may sound today like a plug for the ABBA project, and it kind of is, because I want you to hear what really happens in a relationship between a dad and a daughter when dad first turns his heart, as scripture says, toward his daughter. And you are going to love hearing from both of them today. I know it. So welcome, Greg Theme and Dan Forney. I'm glad you guys are here. Thank Thank you. you.
1: Thank you for having us.
0: Well, here we go. I I know this is new for both of you, but I'm I'm excited that we get to be off and running and having an honest conversation. So, on your mark, you guys, here's the title I gave for our topic today. Let me know what you think of this. How two dads spent nine months becoming better dads. What do you think? Does that sound about right? That's
1: about right. That's it.
0: Okay. Okay. Well You know, both of you, that I've told you before that I hear from daughters about what it means to them when their dad will commit to nine months of a group to be in the ABBA project, and they love that their dads are willing to invest so much of their time in them. I mean, that's the bottom line, right? Would you guys say you did this because you love your daughters? Oh,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, of course. Right? So that's the
0: whole motivation, and you bonded with a band of brothers, other men, In this nine-month project. So we're going to get down to business and talk about it today. But let's begin where each of you, tell tell your name again, tell what you do for work and for fun, and how about the names and the ages of your daughters?
1: Why don't we start with you, Greg? We have a Traeger retail store called The Grill Center. A hobby of mine, since my golf game is terrible these days, would be RVing. It's less Mm -hmm. embarrassing. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have a daughter, Courtney, who's 25, and a son,
2: Dakota, who's 21.
0: Awesome. How about you, Dan? Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm a
2: builder, remodeling contractor, I'd say, for a hobby. Uh, I like fishing and crabbing. That's kind of two hobbies, but it's done from the same vehicle. (laughs) There you go. Uh, My oldest daughter, Katie, is 20, and my youngest, Brianna, is 16.
0: Awesome. Okay, well, I know that many who are listening today don't even know what the ABBA project is. So, I'd love to just have each of you give a a line or two about how you would describe it. Greg, how about you? Yeah,
1: Well, it's a group. Usually, I guess, uh, about 10 dads that meet once a month for two hours and 15 minutes, Uh uh, meeting for nine months to learn how to equip ourselves to be better dads. Um, We are the project. The dads are the
2: project.
0: Yeah, well said. How about you, Dan? How would you describe it? Yeah, i agree
2: with everything he said uh, with the emphasis on, yeah, we are the project, and then hopefully our daughters respond to the way that we're changing.
0: Exactly. Well said. Well, let's go back to a year ago. Could each of you just start by describing what, where you were at with your daughters one year ago that sets the foundation for how you've grown this year?
1: Well, I pulled back when Courtney was uh, about 14 years old. Her first serious boyfriend and I didn't really see eye to eye, and hmm. I had disapproval of him, and uh, I wasn't really knowledgeable on how best to handle it. Uh, like my, a lot of dads, yeah. <laughs> right? So, so yeah. as a result of that, my wife ended up handling um, those issues.
0: Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So that drove you to say, I got to get started on this. How about you, Dan? Where were you at a year ago?
2: Yeah, um, I think the teenage years are tough for both teenager and parent. Uh, I think we had a, a bit of a struggle getting them to fully engage and believe that we had their best interests uh, mm-hmm. at heart and that we would love them unconditionally. Um, I don't think I gave them the due credit and respect that I think they deserved as the beautiful, mm. intelligent young ladies they are. Yeah, uh, we would talk, but we I don't know that we've communicated well. I think the terms that we've learned is maybe I spoke a little more head to head than maybe you know heart to heart.
0: Oh, well said. Well, now I want to ask you guys each a question. are you are you guys okay with being vulnerable here? Sure. Okay, yeah. good. Okay, you're in. You're like, okay, we're committed now. Why Michelle, not? drug us here. <laughs> so, I would love to ask each of you kind of more the vulnerable question, okay, for, for those of you on Mars that, that you're bringing it today. So, if you wouldn't mind answering this is, I think men will connect with you more if, if you're willing to maybe talk about what it's like to admit that you're flawed or a work in progress. Would either of you be willing to say something about like where you've struggled as a father? Greg, could we start with you?
1: Well, I'm probably a lot, a lot like your average male listener in the fact that uh, men have always been hunters and gatherers since the dawn of time, really. Mm-hmm. Um, we're out providing for the family. Women uh, were at home taking care of the household. Not, not so much these days, I guess, but I've been guilty of thinking if I worked at my career, Kim, um, my wife, would take care of the home front and the mm-hmm. kids. Um, I can be stubborn and selfish too uh yeah, y- should I continue <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know the Abba project got me wondering um from time to time, if Jesus had been a dad on earth, mm. what kind of dad would he have been mm. that's um, a
0: great that's a great thought
1: you know i I think y safe to say he would have been a very devoted, very loving, mm-hmm. probably very understanding, very patient, and kind. Uh, firm when needed, um, yeah. Uh, adventurous, caring, you know, forgiving, generous, um, yeah. and a blast to go have ice cream with.
0: <laughs> he set the bar high in motivating yeah. you. How about you, Dan?
2: Yeah, I'm still wondering what his favorite ice cream is. <laughs> uh, um, I think one of the costly, one of the most costly mistakes I've made is convincing myself that I'm uh, quite busy doing something important. That's running a business to provide for my family, which true in and of itself. Um, You you have to remember why you're doing Mm -hmm. it. Uh, My wife's noticed that when I'm home, I'm not always home, if you know what I mean. I Uh, think a lot of
0: men are going to relate to that.
2: Yeah, I'm not always present in the moment. Uh Um, You know, sometimes I ask my daughters if they want to do something or hang out, um, and it's funny how perceptive that they are. They'll know when my heart's not in it. Uh And a lot of times they will say, no, I don't want to. And uh, I think I've settled for a no way too often Thank um, you
0: for admitting that. Yeah,
2: yeah, um, but it's funny, the more, the more effort I'm putting in, the more I'm falling in love with my little girls. Hmm. Uh, it's funny, I call them little, they're both taller than my wife, but uh, <laughs> they'll always be my little girls. Oh. And I'm hoping the feeling is uh, mutual.
0: Oh, that's really cool. Well, we've talked a lot in the ABBA Project about being a what? Dialed in dad. 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 You guys have got that's that right. down. And I would love to hear from each of you about how you would define that term now at the
1: end of the journey. Sure, sure. Well, you know, now that we've graduated, uh, in hindsight, um, a, a dad that lives out and naturally practices everything we have learned in mm-hmm. the Arbor Project.
0: Yeah. Said. Yeah, walking it out, right. putting it into exactly. action. I love yeah. that you highlighted that, Greg. How about you, Dan?
2: Yeah, I think for me, it's priority placed on maintaining relationship and time mm-hmm. spent together and just letting her know that she's one of my most treasured gifts. Um, I think trying to represent... Uh, Father God, is, mm-hmm. uh, you know, accurately, is hugely important as well.
0: Yeah, I love that. Most treasured gifts. Powerful word. Dan, you shared something I remember in our last ABBA project about uh, kind of something that happened to you during this process where you were open to learning. Would you be willing to share a little bit more about what you said that night?
2: Yeah, I think uh, if I remember what I said, the more I learn, the more I realize I don't know nearly as much as I thought I did. In other Mm. words, I can be a good dad already, but I've got lots of room for improvement, trying to learn the language of Venusian.
0: Right. Men are from Mars. Martian, you speak. We're from Venus. We speak Venusian. So when Dan says, I'm learning to speak Venusian, it really is another language, isn't it?
2: Uh, Yes, it is.
0: (laughs) And so that's where sometimes dads are deers in headlights going... I don't know what you need or what you mean. And there really was a power. And there is every year in forming a band of brothers where you feel less alone. Would you agree?
1: Mm-hmm. Right.
0: Yeah. In the ABBA project. So, okay, well, Dan, now you've piqued my interest a little bit more. You talked about speaking Venusian, right? So you have a, you're a dad with two daughters and a wife. So you're the only Martian under your roof. So let me ask this another way. Cause you said you're learning to speak Venusian. How do you talk now with your daughters as compared to a year ago?
2: Um, you did forget I do have a female dog, so I'm oh. re- I am really, <laughs> really outnumbered. I should have at least got a male dog. Uh, I'm still a work in progress, but I'm trying to delve into conversations and topics that are more in their realm than mine. Mm-hmm. I think things that matter to them at their age and gender, you, know, you kind of forget uh. what it's like to be a teenager, let alone I yeah. think a young lady. But it's funny, they seem to open up uh, and they detect uh, even um, even when I'm trying too hard, um, I think that they still appreciate that and they see that I'm really mm-hmm. trying to pour into them.
0: Yeah. Now, you're talking about how you talk with them. Could you give a couple examples of what you're talking with them about now, is, again, compared to a year ago? I'd love to hear what those are.
2: Yeah, you know, it's kind of funny. I can think of a few, but sometimes it, it uh, they're kind of more impromptu, so it's kind of hard to always think of them on the mm-hmm. spot. But, you know, musical styles that might not be mine, you know, artists. Uh, sometimes we listen to them. Sometimes I will turn it up a little too loud, which might not be my flavor. Man, I'm sounding old now. Uh, maybe who's cute and who's not at school, who's nice, who's not, you know, maybe at work. Uh, mm-hmm. Things they're looking for in a guy. Why do they like their current boyfriends? stuff that is just easy for a dad to steer away from
0: right right exactly but you're saying i now realize the payout the payoff mm-hmm. when my daughter knows i care about those things the music she listens to the guys she likes you know or styles that that are Happening for her You're you're stepping into her world Exactly And giving her your time and care and attention Well, I'd love to hear now From each of you If you could comment on what it's been like this year To actually kick it up a notch You know, you've heard me use that phrase, right? Like, the dads that do the ABBA project Aren't, quote, loser dads, right? They're dads that say I just want to kick it up a notch To pursue your heart In an intentional way Greg, could you begin just Say a little bit about what it was like to kick it up a notch this year with Courtney.
1: Yeah, I think <clears throat> most uh, past ABBA project graduates would agree that um, this is a rare opportunity to learn how to be better equipped as dads mm-hmm. uh, to our daughters. Um, be really, because where else are you going to learn this, this uh, information?
2: Trial, <laughs> trial and error, probably.
1: <laughs> yeah, good point. Yeah.
0: Yeah. How about you, Dan?
2: Yeah, one of the rewards has just been seeing the look in their eyes, both my girls, when we engage. I think as I've gone through this course and and, uh, been a little more intentional, I think they've taken to heart the truth that I would do literally anything for them. Mm -hmm. Um, I think they realize that they actually are my most treasured gifts.
0: Wow. Wow. Most treasure gifts. There you say it again. You know, I just want to highlight one thing because those listening might go, I still don't quite kind of get what the ABBA project is. So we gather together, you guys, usually 10 to 12 guys, I'm the token female, they call me, and you guys share how your dad-daughter dates went every month. So you did, did you guys ever get encouraged by that? Like inspired some of the guys, some of them with tears in their eyes are just oh, absolutely. getting right. They're getting gut punched mm-hmm. and they need you to cheer them on, don't they? Yeah. Right. And then there's other times you want guys to celebrate with you because you're mm-hmm. like, I mean, you guys remember one of the dads, his daughter's heart never really turned till which month? The, the last month, yeah. month at the, at the end. end. Yeah. But he didn't quit. Yeah. And it paid off in the mm-hmm. end. And so there's a power in men standing alongside other each other, right? In their fathering race, going, don't give up. Right. Keep running. And then sometimes the ideas that you tried with your daughters, another dad is like, hey, I'm going to try that with mine. That's right. a great idea. Right. And you guys cheer each other on, don't you? Yeah. And we felt each other's
1: successes.
2: Yeah. Well each said. Month. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It was very encouraging to see the perseverance in some of the men yeah. that, uh, like you said, were in deep struggle. And, yeah. Uh, and they were having trouble connecting, but they were right back in there. They were time, right time back and in time there, again.
0: Absolutely. So, I I wonder if we could just talk for a minute about the the turning of the hearts of 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 your daughter. We've we've talked a lot about, haven't we, pursuing the heart. You said, Dan, it's not just head to head; it's heart to heart. Yeah. Which goes along with Malachi four six, the last verse of the Old Testament, right, where God says, "If the hearts of fathers don't turn, right, to their children, and children to their fathers, what does He say He's going to do?"
2: Strike the land with a curse.
0: With a curse. And I don't think we have to look very far to see that we have a lot of women that are really lost in their identity and the choices they make. And I truly believe, based on that scripture, so much of it comes back to the Father. Yeah. And when the dad dials in, and again, here we are on Father's Day week, maybe we should flip it around rather than, Father's getting the gift. This could be dad's kicking it up a notch to say, I'm going to give back to my family. That's going to be my Father's Day. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Commitment and resolution. So just kind of, again, you guys, there's so much I could ask. I, I just think we're going to need way more more time. But the million dollar question for me is, how would you encourage other dads to engage or re-engage their hearts with more precision to their daughters, even if they're not doing the ABBA project? Greg, what would you say?
1: If they weren't doing the ABBA project, I would say right off the top to get on your knees and ask God for wisdom and mm. help in either engaging or re-engaging with your daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, probably to commit to specific father-daughter date nights. Mm. Um, it begins by listening, uh, You, as you've taught us, uh, two ears, one mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, to chase your daughter's heart and to show her that you love her. And that she is everything to you. Beautiful, um, that's awesome. Yeah,
0: we, I, and I remember you've said something before too about modeling that there's the power in what you model to your daughter. So it's not just telling her what you think or what you even think of her.
1: Showing what her, would you say? Yeah, her. showing
0: yeah. her modeling to
1: her, and, and you know, being consistent and persistent in pursuing her. Mm. Um, to, yeah. to model uh, how a real man treats a woman, and yeah. in turn, I think, then our daughters will look to um, us. Yeah, uh, absolutely, absolutely. How about you? Dan, what
0: would
2: you say? Uh, you know, for me, I think it's a lot like my journey with the Lord, and I'm not sure it's much different. First, I think with either, it's getting past yourself or selfishness, mm. I think. Secondly, you need to realize you don't know what you're doing and you need help.
0: Which, would you guys agree that tends to be a harder thing for Martians?
2: Yes, but I think sometimes we're dull enough that we don't really realize we don't have the they're tools. Dull. We just sometimes we're, we're clueless. I mean, uh-huh. they're well, I don't know why they're struggling. And right. sometimes we can be that ignorant. Other times, I don't know. Yeah, sometimes. And that's <laughs>
0: where you need your, you know, your daughter's mom to maybe help yeah. run some interference. Yeah. Anything else you would say to dads?
2: Yeah, I, to follow on that, I think you need to humble yourself and seek that advice, that wisdom, and mm-hmm. certainly ask for forgiveness, whether that's your heavenly father or your daughters. Yeah. And then I think you need to set out to intentionally develop relationship. I mean, it takes a methodical, uh-huh. intentional pursuing.
0: Yeah, well said. You know, what would you guys say? See, I'm using, you guys are experts. Do you realize that now? As so I'm a project are <laughs> so you're, you're my experts here. So I would just love to ask you, what keeps you from actively pursuing your daughter's hearts. I mean, again, this is a vulnerable conversation. What would you say, Greg?
1: You're going to put me on the spot now. <laughs> um, daughters probably most likely do not realize um, they sh- should be pursuing their hearts. Um, you mean that dad should the be dad. pursuing their hearts? Yeah, right. they
0: don't even know that they have a heart that's worth pursuing. But you guys, we feel it. We yeah. as women, fe- we, we come alive when our hearts are pursued.
1: Yeah. Careers and life get in the way and you know, this this isn't a priority. Exactly. For most guys. Yeah, you're right. How about you, Dan? What would you say?
2: Yeah, you kinda know everything as a parent before you have your first child and then you wake up and find <laughs> out uh you kinda don't. They don't just Teach themselves, right? (laughs) Um, I think for a lot of dads, I think they're just overwhelmed and feeling ill prepared to handle the situation, kind of like Greg said. Yeah, don't have the tools or the wisdom. Mm -hmm. But for some, I think it runs deeper. Yeah, Uh, it has for me on occasion. It can be pride, selfishness, too Mm -hmm. busy to care. Yeah, and it's and it's too bad.
0: Yeah, like, like Greg said, not making it a priority because exactly. maybe you don't even think about it being a priority.
2: Yeah, you but, can get sucked into your careers and directions mm-hmm. to where you just, your focus is there and you can just wake up years later and go, what happened?
0: Exactly. Yep, cats in the cradle all over again, isn't it? You kind of It look goes by so fast. It goes so fast, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, speaking with a 25, 26-year-old daughter. Well- I wonder if you'd both be willing to share, like, what things you pushed yourself to do that maybe were even out of your comfort zone this past year. Was there any of that? Was there any of being pushed out of your comfort zone? What would you guys say?
2: I don't know if it really Not pushed me out of okay. my comfort zone. I'm, there are things that I, maybe a little bit. A little bit. Uh, what
0: would you say, Dan, that you're doing different now that you weren't doing a year ago?
2: Well, one of the things is just pretty simple, and it, I don't know that it was so much planned it just stumbled onto it and then it seems to be enjoyable and it works well sometimes Uh i just snuggle with them and Uh hang out sometimes she just needs to know that i'm there and uh
0: yeah that's exactly she
2: doesn't need to hear from me she just needs to know that i want to be with her
0: yeah exactly i totally know what you mean how about you greg what would you say i remember you talked about the dates and the power of the dates with your daughter being really something different now than a year ago
1: Right. Well, I, we both really, uh, w- you know, when it's intentional, uh-huh. w- when you're, uh, you've planned it, and it's just her and I, yeah. and we, you kind of go into it knowing that it's going to be a special evening. Exactly. And um, yeah. we, we just both thoroughly enjoyed our, our time together.
0: And I remember you said we got into the deep end of the pool. Like, we were diving deep into topics that we have never talked before in 25 years about.
1: That's right. That's right. You know, And it, and it just kind of came organically. We mm-hmm. really, um, it, it just seemed once the ball got rolling. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I tried to be non judgmental.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: She was exactly. willing to open up.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, I would love to ask you guys another question about why do you think daughters fear opening up with their dads? Because I think a lot of girls get scared of what their dads are going to say or think. What would you say, Dan? Like when you think about why do daughters, maybe your daughters, why do you think they fear opening up with dads?
2: Well, wow, that's kind of a tough question. They, they they think I might go into preaching mode. They might think mm. uh, there'll be disapproval. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dad can't relate. He's old. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> there's... There's a number of reasons.
0: I I think
1: you're covering the base pretty well there. What you want to add anything, Greg? Yeah, I think it, it's probably because um, you know they think that dads will disapprove and be judgmental. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, I can hear the voice. Why bother? He wouldn't understand anyway, and you know, it, it, it'll just <laughs> and it cause wasn't a scene. true. Was it? Yeah, no, not at all. Dad at did all, get
0: but, it and care. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Beautiful. Okay. Well, let's. We're we're kind of getting ready to land the plane here, but what would you say? I got to hear this before we're done. Is where have each of you seen the most growth in yourselves? Which okay, again, we're being vulnerable here. Since you've started the ABBA project, where would you now at the end? Where would you say you've seen the most growth in yourself, Greg? You want to well, start?
1: Yeah. While well, this question is probably different for other dads mm-hmm. um, who were in the group, yeah, you know, daughters with different ages and stuff. Uh, None of it has been difficult or discouraging. Mm-hmm. You, you gave me the, every tool I needed uh, to be a, be a better da- dialed-in dad. Oh, that's awesome. Well, cool. How about you, Dan? What would you say?
2: Uh, I think some of the changes for me is uh, growing in patience. Definitely a desire mm. uh, to know her is deepened. I'm uh, trying to be methodical and strategic in ways that will improve her self-confidence, her trust, and her peace.
0: Wow! Yeah, and her piece—you just actually are, are. You didn't even know this, but you're aligning with the research that says that girls that feel connected to their dads have greater self-confidence, greater self-esteem, and yes. you've both seen that play out because I've heard you over the course of the last year. Okay, well, I've got—we're all one one more question before we end with our go step. But as you think about the one thing in your own words that you would say at the end of this nine-month journey that you're doing new with your daughters that's been birthed over the last nine months. What would each of you say?
1: I would say there's no finish line to being a dialed-in dad.
0: Woo! (laughs) I love that. How about you, Dan?
2: Yeah, i got to bring up an old phrase. I realize that you can teach an old dog new tricks.
0: You can teach an old dog new tricks. That's awesome. Okay, final question. You ready? This is the go step. What would you tell other dads if there was one thing today, one thing... To put their heart of love into action for their daughters, what would you say? Who wants to start? Dan, you go
2: first. All righty. For me, I'd say pray to the wisdom giver. Ask Mm -hmm. him for all he's willing to give. I mean, just ask him for everything he's willing Mm -hmm. to dispense, including and maybe starting with a tender heart. Mm -hmm. I'd say go take her on a date, just the two of you, Mm -hmm. wherever she wants to go. And it's time to start wooing her heart.
0: Awesome. Awesome. How about yeah, you, Greg? I, I,
1: to think back for a moment when we were first uh, pursuing that special girlfriend, future wife, uh, we were very deliberate. Mm-hmm. Um, we would plan special dinners and, and you know special right. prom night imitations and so on and so yeah. forth. And our, our daughters need that from us. Yeah. Um, to be creative, consider ways to blow our daughter's mind. Oh, um, I love that. With something unique or special for her.
0: That is awesome. So you're both saying, kick it up a notch, pursue your daughter's heart with tenderness, ask God for wisdom, and plan something special to take her out that's just the two of you. Yes? Yes. Yes. Okay, awesome. Well, here we are at the end of our journey. On your mark today, the title has been How Two Dads Spent Nine Months Becoming Better Dads. You've heard from Greg Theme and Dan Forney who've shared their stories about how they, this past year in the ABBA project, have intentionally and consistently reached their daughters' hearts. Remember, you can always listen to any of the broadcasts at iTunes, The Dad Whisper, or on my website, drmichellewatson.com. Thank you for joining in today. Happy Father's Day, dads. Get out there. Love your daughters with all you've got. Go dads.